What does it mean for God to choose you or use you? Number one, it means to be chosen from amongst many, many options. All right? Blessed are thou amongst women. So there are many, many options. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So God has options, but He's choosing you. And He's choosing our church in Canada. Out of 3,000 churches. Do you believe these prophetic words? I don't even know why. I don't even know why. Do you know why? No. No. It's very difficult to know why. Yes. Now sit down. Let me explain to you. When you are an older lady and a man proposes to you, you feel it more that you are being chosen. But when you are a younger girl and you are chosen for marriage, you sort of feel that it's the next stage of life. These are the two feelings. Yes. I'll say it again. When you are a younger lady and you are chosen, like these ones, these are pastor's wives. They were, when they were chosen to be wives, these three here, they were, they, were, they were young girls. I knew all of them. But the, the, the mind they have is more of a, a mind of entitlement. That this is the next stage of my life, of every girl's life. But if you live longer, you meet many girls who don't marry. In Tanzania, there are 9 million more girls than boys. There's 9 million more. So that means there's 9 million who have nobody to marry them. Yes. That's serious. In Trinidad, there's 7 to 1. 7 to 1. That's the ratio. The pastor was telling me last week. 7 to 1. Boys to girls. Girls are 7 and boys 1. For those who don't know maths, it's 7 to 1. So from a certain age You sort of realize that You know I may not marry And girls become agitated Yes So Sometimes when you are chosen later then you may be, you may, you may, of course, some people are not appreciative. No matter when they are chosen, they, they always have this evil spirit of entitlement. Yes, it's like, oh, whatever, yeah. It's like I knew I would marry anyway. I'm the marriageable type. I'm a beautiful girl, so I know. Everybody has always liked me. A lot of boys liked me all my life. All my life, people have been 
proposing to me. Yes. So, there is a place where it's sometimes a little difficult for people to see that you are among many options. And that God could use so many other people. Yeah. That is a very humbling thought. Yes. That everything could have worked without you. That this person's life would have gone on without you. Yes. And when you are married for some time, you realize that your life could have gone on without the person you are married to. Very easily. If you, if you are honest. Yes. You realize it, that, oh, I could have lived on okay without this person. Maybe it would have even been better. Yes. Most people can realize that their life would have even been better. I mean, you, you can't tell. Sometimes you can't tell. Are you with me? So, the point I'm trying to make is that, look, God could easily not choose you or call you at all. <laughs> There's so many people and then he picks you like this and he says, you, I want to call you. So if you are here, let's say, oh yeah, we are in the church, we are in the camp. You are in the church in the camp. There are many churches. And this, this is an unusual church in the sense that we are having a camp. And in the camp, you are hearing that God wants to use you and God wants to choose you. Which is, which is something that should strike you. Not, not with a sense of entitlement, but with a sense of gratefulness that, wow, I may never have heard this. Hmm. So, that is, that, is, that is very, very important. Alright? Because you see that life could go on without you. So, to be favored is to be chosen amongst many and is an honor. Amen. 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 Now, to be favored or to be chosen, all right, is to be used for the work of God. That's what it means when God chooses you. He's not choosing you. He doesn't need a girlfriend or a boyfriend. He's choosing you to work for him. Amen. 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 So you're going to do something, an activity for God. And that's what he said to Mary. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb. Okay. So the work you are going to do is, you are going to be pregnant for me nine months. Then I need you to go to the labor ward in a stable and deliver. Deliver. Hey. The first time I was in a labor ward 
and I saw a woman delivering. You know, before the baby came, I was just looking. And I was saying that, can a, can, can a, can a baby come from this place? And as the baby's head was coming, I said, no. No, no, no. It cannot be. But it happened. It's very frightening and difficult. If, if you are not being there, you wouldn't know what it is. And even as a woman delivering, if you see it happening, you even have more respect for it. Yes. And if you know the processes that are going, that are taking place and the dangers that exist, you have even more respect. Because you don't see what's happening there. Yeah. But this is the work that Mary was asked to do. So I want you to know that there's going to be some hard work. Now after that, you're going to carry this baby around. That's why people give birth and they don't have no grandmothers coming to do anything to carry. They say, hey, you know, I have some things to do. I can't come and look after your baby. Yes. A lot of people's mothers, there's no mother to come and look after no baby. Sometimes your, your mother is also working somewhere. Yes. And there's no mother to come and look at. So after giving birth, you have to carry this baby around. Feed this baby for years. Huh? It looks like a joy, but it's also work. Yes. One day, a, a, a little child, a mother with a ba- new baby was bringing the children. The, mother, the grandmother said, look, I've done all this already. I've, I've, I've paid. Look. I've had all this. You get it? I'm not now going to start, I mean, staying at home all day, all night, looking after these little children. No, 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 no. Find your way of looking after them. We all struggled. This is the work that Mary was being asked to do. eh? And it was going to be for the, the big one, the delivery, and then looking after the child. She was going to look after him until he was like a teenager, grown up. And then after that, still be in his life till 30. Yeah. I mean, that's quite a ministry. Yes. Beautiful. And he's going to be the, the son of God. Special, special person. So when God chooses you, he's going to give you something to do. Something difficult, something hard, something that involves energy. You see, most people go to church, bless me. Yeah. No, we are saying, not bless me, use me. Yeah. We are not saying bless me, we say use me. Yeah. Choose me. Yeah. Choose me and use me. Not bless me and help me. Bless me and help me. And touch me. Choose me and use me. Use me for something hard, something painful, something difficult. Something that takes time and something that takes my whole life. And something that will, will change me. Yeah. A woman's body is not the same after delivering. <sighs> you are changed. The whole body changes. Yes. Where the baby passed, you see that the whole place has changed. Yes.
Yes. Her breasts change. They used to be like mangoes. But now it's changed. It has changed into something else. Yes. It's true. That's the price. The stomach changes. A lot of women have pot bellies. Yes. You see, pot bellies are associated with men. But a lot of women have pot bellies. But it's deception. They hide it, they cover it, and so on. A lot of women have pot bellies. Yes. So when you say, God, choose me and use me, by the time God has chosen you and used you, you see that you are a little distorted. You see that you are affected. Yes. It's true. Yes. So if you don't, if you don't mean it, I don't want you to say this Canadian prayer. Choose me and use me. Don't say it. Rather be saying, bless me and help me. Yes. Yes. Do you want him to choose you or you want him to bless you? Are you sure? Are you are you ready to be distorted? Are you ready to change? Sit down. You know, one one sister said to me, I thank God my husband married me. And I said, Why? Because when he chose me, I already had one child. Yes. We call it born one. And if you have two, it's born again. So, so she said, I thank God, <laughs> I thank God that my husband chose me. And she said, because I had one child, but he still liked me. Because having one child had changed her. Changes. You are changed. You are affected. Yeah. To be used by God. It, it changes something about you. You don't just sit in a normal church and you hear a word. So, wow, this is a blessing. We receive it. Thank you, Jesus. We are so blessed. We are going home. We are so blessed. No. To be chosen by God, to be used by God, is to change everything about you. Change even something that were nice about you and make them ugly. After he's used you, see that you are just different. Yes. Are you sure you still want to the choosing? Choose me and use me. Or you want bless me? Help me. Give me. Choose me. Use me. It's a blessing. Yes. So to be chosen 
My, my points are not many in this, this camp meeting. I don't have many points. What I'm saying is that to be chosen is to be used for work. And our work is to build churches and to win souls. And we are going to build churches and win souls in Canada. And wherever else Canada leads us to. Whatever else is connected to Canada. We're going to win souls and we're going to build churches. Yes. Winnable souls and we're going to build churches. And to change you, you will not be the same. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm ready. To be chosen, to be used. Number three, to be chosen is to be embroiled in the working of great miracles, to the working out of a great miracle, the working out of a great miracle. So to be chosen is to be involved in the working out of a great miracle. Amen. Amen. And it is to be involved and embroiled in experiencing the power of God. Amen. Yes. Amazing. How many want to be embroiled? You see, I don't know if you have a dictionary to find the meaning of the word embroiled. To be involved and engulfed and joined into, you know, the working of out of the miracles and the power of God. And this is what happened to Mary. When she was chosen, she was now going to be engulfed in power. She says, the Holy Ghost, verse 36, verse 35, shall come upon thee and the power of the highest. So if you are here in Canada and you want to be used by God, right, then there's the, a power is going to get involved with your life. Yes, a power, a supernatural power is going to get into your life. And your life will no more be a normal girl's life or a normal boy's life. But you are going to be embroiled in power. And things that are going to come out of your life will come out as a result of the power that has come to be part of your life and your existence. Yeah. It says the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. When I look at my life as a doctor, when God called me in, as in, in, in school, I said, from today you can teach. When God called me and put in my heart to, to preach, huh, he was embroiling me in the power of God. Yes. Now my life is very much connected to the power. If you touch me, you will be touching something that is connected to the power of God. Yes. It's true. The things I'm doing have a connection to some mysterious power. Yes. 
It's true. I mean, that we are standing here. We are standing here in Canada. And all these hundreds of people are here. It's a power. Yes. It's true. I was equally in a group like this in Australia. With a group in Australia. A few weeks ago. In different places. It is a power. There is something mysterious. It says the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Do you want an ordinary life or you want a life where there is a power over that life? Yes. Yes. Amazing, isn't it? Our church in Zambia, you know, they have so many building projects that they are doing at the same time. About five major cities in Zambia. You should see all the buildings. They are all roofed now. The cathedrals they are building. I just sent a, a man. He used to work for MTN. You know MTN, the big phone company. was one of their top directors. And one day he said, I asked him a question. I called him. I said, how old are you? And he told me his age. And he, and he said, later he was giving his testimony. He said, when I asked her, he said, I didn't, I didn't ask any other question. It disturbed him for his whole life. When I asked him, how old are you now? And I, and I said, when I told him, I said, okay. And he said, he knew that this is it. He has to serve the Lord. Yes. When you are dealing with me, you know, as a prophet, be careful of casual questions and such seeming suggestions. They are not suggestions. They are actually instructions. Yes. Be careful because that is how I prophesy. Yes. I prophesy by asking questions. Yes. How old are you? That was the end of MTN. That was the end of that job. (laughs) Yes. And you should see the projects. Building churches. Members. Steel structures. It's amazing. Everything about your life has a supernatural element. You see, that's why when Mary was told, you are blessed, how? You are favored. In which way? You will not know, but if you look, if you step back and you look, you say, something is working. That's why I was saying in Revelation 10 and verse 11, it says you shall prophesy to kings, to this, to that. Sometimes I just marvel as I look at the presidents. Every few weeks, you see that I'm talking to a different president or vice president or whatever. It's amazing. But is it in your normal life, you wouldn't normally ever enter certain places. Yes. As I was in Nicaragua, I was entering, I started to see the soldiers 
with the machine guns and so on. I knew that we are now going deeper into a place, another level of a place. Yes. So to, for God to choose you is to be transported from a realm where everything about you is ordinary and natural. It's just human steps to a place where everything about you is related to a supernatural power that is working. Yes. Your life is being upgraded in this company. Lift your hand and say, choose me. Use me. Use me. Amen. Amen. Number four. To be chosen and favored is to be involved in the shame and the ridicule that goes along with serving God. Shame and ridicule. Shame and ridicule. Amen? Amen. Now, shame and ridicule. With this power comes shame and ridicule. Amen? Amen. The power of the highest shall overshadow thee. But what does it mean? You're going to tell people, I'm pregnant, but I'm a virgin. Huh? Yes. I'm pregnant, but I'm a virgin. Let's be serious. Are you ready for the ridicule and the shame that comes with serving God and being chosen by God? If you are not ready for that, resign right now. Pass around the paper for resignation. Pass your paper. Tell somebody you can resign now. If you don't want any shame and ridicule, you can leave now. This is it. Yes. Serving God goes along with ridicule. Let's start with simple things. Paying tithes. Some people find, why should you pay tithes? You're stupid to pay tithes. 10%. Are you crazy? We have a lot of things to do. But that's easy. If you want to be used by God, things which look stupid will be things that you'll be embracing. Because God is leaving out certain people who mock him. Yes. When I step out in the ministry, everybody was a doctor. And I was now choosing to be a preacher. (laughs) With a few people. Like this row. One, two, three, four. If we church grow, we had church growth up to here. Five. Are you awake? Are you okay? Here, like this. One, two, three, four, five. This is all. This was my church. And I gave myself, nobody in the church had a car. Nobody in the church had a car. And I said, this is my future. I'm with these people. 
I'll preach to them. Wow. It doesn't look so smart. Many of you here are Africans. Or maybe you are from whatever. You've come to Canada for looking for money. Most of us here, you didn't come to Canada on sightseeing. You didn't come to look at these waterfalls. You are not tourists. Let's be serious. You are money hunters. True or not true? You are money hunters. That's why you are here. Yeah, you are looking for money. So when you see somebody who doesn't seem to be looking for the money that you are looking for, and you are surprised, and you even despise the person, say, you are crazy, you are crazy, ridicule, shame. When I preach about mortgages, and I advise people, I did it once, and after that I've kept quiet and I've watched most of the people disobey what I said. I preached in 2001. You know, September 11th. September 11th. Right? Just after September 11th. Like, about two weeks after. I came to America and I preached a camp. What is your life? And at that camp, I spoke about this thing. You know? Most of the people considered me as a fool. Most of them. They wouldn't say you are a fool. But politely, they act out that you are a fool. And you don't know what you are saying. Most people are, have experienced a lot of difficulty. Yes, which they shouldn't have. They would have been far richer. But most people not believe it. So there's ridicule and apparent stupidity in serving God. Yes. I thank God that as I speak today, I don't owe anybody anything. The church doesn't owe anybody. We don't owe anybody. Everywhere. 90, we are in 94 countries. We have a lot of employees, a lot of people, a lot of projects, a lot of buildings. By the grace of God. Huh? All are going on at the same time. Yeah. But every time somebody wants to bring these things, I say, please, let us do simple things. Yes. Money on the left, building on the right. Finish. We change over and then that's all. No big way. Hedging this, that, that, equity. I don't know. Different words. Yes. Monetization. So, yeah. So simple things. People make fun of it. You don't know anything about living in the West. You know, you you live in Ghana. You live. Okay, 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 okay. No problem. No problem. But never forget that you came to this place to get money, which you still don't have. So realize that your vision is not being fulfilled. You're still hunting for the... How can you go hunting in the forest for an antelope? After so many years, you've still not fought the antelope. I mean, how bad a hunter can you be? So you may mock, but he who laughs last laughs best. So following the ministry, you may be a young person, God has called you to go all out. And so I'm leaving Canada, I'm going to this country, I'm going to the, this island, I'm going to South America. 
And somebody may look at you and find out you are mad. But this is part of being called. So you're going to have a child without being pregnant. You are mad. It's normal to be called mad when you are serving God. If you don't want it, resign now and just start, change the camp to bless me, help me. Yes. Bless me, help me come. And you think I couldn't have preached, bless me, help me. What? I know how to preach. I've been preaching for some time. I mean, I must have preached at least once or twice. Bless me, help me. But God wants to take you to a level by asking you, asking him, choose me out of the girls. Choose me out of the boys. Choose me out of the people in Canada. Choose me out of the people who've migrated from wherever. Choose me out of the people who came here to seek greener passage. Out of them, choose me and use me. It has a great implication. And there will always be a time where you look funny. Don't worry about looking funny. Don't worry about looking funny. There are many people who mock me. I can employ them now. They mock me, but I can employ them and pay them every month. Yes. Hmm? I can employ them. I can say, come, come, I'll give you money. I look after you. But when I was deciding to serve the Lord, they look and say, people despise pastors. So all these guys, they are just looking for money. All that they want is money. All pastors are despised in that way. That's why people don't want to be pastors and people don't want their children to be pastors. You know, one day, somebody brought her, 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 the child or the brother, child or brother, to the Bible school. And uh, heard of these, he's smoking weed, weed, is gone bonkers, and he's calmed down. So we want him to come to your Bible school. So I asked a question. Are you listening? Yes. I asked a question. Does he have any other brothers? <laughs> Apart from this one. In your family. Is there any normal person in your family? And they said yes. We have a, he has a brother who is a medical doctor. He has a brother who is a head of this and that. But this is our mad. This is our brother who is mad. He's gone bonkers from smoking weed. Because one of the causes of schizophrenia... Is marijuana is one of the only known causes of going of of, of schizophrenia? Well, I, in medical school, I'm not. I shouldn't say what is in the in medical school. I know it's legal, it's legal in many places now. Most places legal. But I'm saying that when I was in medical school, we were taught causes of schizophrenia. And one of them was the causes. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's illegal. It's legal. It's legal all over the world now. Yeah. And he said, this child is bonkers. He's gone bonkers. 
I said, you have another chance. We have a doctor, this, this. So I asked, why don't you bring the doctor to the Bible school? You bring the one who's gone off. You bring the one who's he's seen, he's seen stars. He's, he's seen the sun and the moon and the stars every day. This is the person you want to come to. About. You see, people don't respect God. And they don't respect the ministry. They don't respect the church. The church is nothing to them. Yes. And we also in the church don't respect the church. Yes. We don't respect the church. Yeah. So brothers and sisters, I am telling you to be chosen by God is to suffer ridicule and rubbish and nonsense. Yes. When I wanted to be in the ministry, I wanted to have my wedding to get married to, to my wife. And um, we went to see, uh, you know, in, in Ghana, we have a, a, a nice church whose name began with an R. And this church had a beautiful chapel and a beautiful place. And I wanted to have my wedding there. So the person who was in charge of that church at the time was a, a, a doctor, a, a, a reverend minister who was also happened to be a doctor. So my mother, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law went to, to see this person, this reverend minister, to ask for, um, no, my mother was not involved actually, it was my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, to see this person, to ask for the chapel so that we could have our wedding there. Yeah. And this reverend minister spoke to my father, my wife's father and my wife's mother. And told them, do you know the young man your daughter wants to marry? Do you know who he is? What is he doing? I said, what is he doing? She, they, told, they said, the only person I can liken him to is Jim Jones. Do, do, you, know, do you know Jim Jones? Yes. They said, I, I can liken this man to Jim Jones. Yes. They told, they told, so then my father in law, my wife's father and mother, they became more afraid of me. So, wow, my daughter is finished. Who has she fallen in love with? Yes. Then, after calling me Jim Jones, he's the second person who I know two people who call me Jim Jones. He's one of them. Then he gave a condition to my father-in-law and my mother-in-law. He said, I will allow them to use this wonderful chapel on one condition. That he will close down that, the church you are sitting in. This church. He said that you will close it. Because at that time it was a seed. It was just at the beginning. He said, close down. That's it. He was closing down 94 countries or whatever. He was closing down all of you. Yes. You see how it is to mock and ridicule. When somebody says, I want to be a missionary, I want to go to Latin America, I want to go to South America, you don't want to do it because people are mocking. If you follow mockery and ridicule, you will not work for God. You will not. You will not work for God. Because Satan is one of his key things is to insult you and to ridicule you. Satan is an insulter. There's a word like that. 
Yeah. So I told my wife, I beloved, I said, we, we can't have our wedding here because I said we should close down the church. And I, I'm not going to close down the church. So we found a chapel in the university to have our wedding. So we had our wedding in one of the school chapels. Yes. That's where we had our wedding. And even though that church is where even our family would go as a family, when we would go as a family, that church, we were refused there. On these two counts, Jim Jones and close down your church. By a reverend minister. (laughs) So those of you who are, you like perfection, a good looking image, you know, very proper. You know, very dignified. You, 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 you can't easily be used by God. To be used by God, there is a certain dirty feeling that comes with it. Like you had a child without a husband? Come on. I mean, that's a decent woman. You know, the Bible said Joseph was afraid to marry Mary. Yeah, I mean, you will be afraid. And somebody will get up and say, I am pregnant without a man. I mean, let us be serious. But I mean, the Bible says he was, it took an angel to make Joseph change his mind to marry her. The angel came and said, Fear not to marry, to take Mary as your wife. And there are people you should be afraid to marry. I mean, there are some people, when you see them, you should be afraid to marry them. And Joseph was right to fear. There are some women you should fear proper. You marry, you have married the continuation of. Eve, the evil, the evil that Eve brought into this world continues. Yes, through manipulation, witchcraft, Jezebel, Atalia, and all those people. Wow. <laughs> Are you still around? Yes. So Ask your neighbor, are you a goody-goody type of, I mean, look good, look good type of person? Are you a a looking good type of, you need to look good, you need to, people need to be impressed with you. You know, if you look at my life, you see that I rarely come to America, to Canada, to all these places. You find me in so many other places preaching. Yeah. People are afraid of all those places. I just watch, I'm just watching all the fearful people. <laughs> okay. How many points do you have? Because I told you my points are not many. Four. Only four. Okay. Number five. To be favored is to be given great honor. In verse 29, she was troubled in her mind. To be chosen is to be given great honor and great fear and great respect. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. What manner of salutation. She was being saluted. Now, the Bible says that which is highly esteemed in the eyes of men is despised by God. Choose today whose respect you want. Whose respect do you want? Yes. Whose honor do you want to have? Do you want men to respect you or do you want God to respect you? It's up to you. You have to choose. Amen. Amen. You want men to respect you? When you say Canada, what are some of the streets you have, famous streets you have in Toronto? What street? Dandas. Dandas. And what else? Steels. Bay Street. Yes. It sounds more prestigious than Paco Brown Street. It sounds nicer. Yes. There are many famous roads. Streets, boulevards. Do you have any boulevards here? Like which which boulevard do you have? Lakeshore Boulevard. Yes. yes. Whose respect do you want to have? Whose respect do you want to have? Choose the respect of God. Choose to be respected by God. Yeah. She, she was saluted by an angel. The angels saluted. Mary saluted. Eh? How? Our people will not salute you. But the angel was saluting her. Come on. That's why I'm so surprised today when I meet with so many people. I said, me, I was despised as I mean the offscoring of this world. I felt so low. I remember years ago when I was in uh, uh, medical school. Because I started a church when I was in medical school. People insulted me so much for starting a church. They said, instead of concentrating on your studies, look at the nonsense that this boy's man is doing. Carrying instruments up and down. Come on. Some students went to see the dean of the medical school to complain about me. That this man is disturbing with clapping. Shouting, singing. It disturbs us in the school. Please shut him down. And the dean said, as long as I'm a dean, I can't shut anybody down. Wow. Amen. Yeah. So, you know, when I qualified from the medical school, I remember the day the certificates were being handed out. We gathered in what we call the medical school canteen. They had a big ceremony there. And they were mentioning the name. 55 of us qualified. 55 people in the class. So they were mentioning the name. And each person whose name was mentioned, then people would clap. And then there would be, depending on how popular you are. (laughs) Have you seen that before at graduation? Like when you are more popular, you know, you have a bigger clap. You say, and my name starts with H. And we have a lot of people whose names start with A. 
So all the A's came. B, C, D, E, F. So by H, it was somewhere in the middle or towards the end. Not the end, but almost after the middle. And I was saying to myself, as I was hearing the clapping for the different people, I said, Doug, when your name is mentioned, this room is going to be quiet because you are such an embarrassment, a bad person, starting a church instead of concentrating on your studies. So the names went E, F, G, then H was my turn. Then they mentioned my name, Doug Wilmot. I had the loudest clapping and the loudest cheering. I remember. I remember. I remember because I remember because I was expecting dead silence. Yes, because the things I had heard had affected me. Yes, and you see, that's what God is also saying. That whose honor do you want to have? You have to choose. Hey, I don't need your honor. I need God's honor. And what's for honor? God will find his way of giving you honor in his own way. But if you are always going to be sucking up to men, licking bottoms, just to get a bit of respect and dignity from human sources, you are going to miss the will of God for your life. That clap I remember because I tell you, I knew today is a day of silence. Yes. I remember it. So, choosing God is to be greatly respected. Recently, I visited a, a, a president here. used to be a president. I, you know, I, when I walked to him, he said, to what honor? To what, what do I owe this honor? Wow. Many times, I don't know. How, how do these people know me? So to, once once I, was, I was in a president's house, and when I was living there, he said to me, you exude power. Yes, those were his words. You exude power. I went with one of my pastor's sons and uh, two other people. And he said, you exude power. Yes. An elderly man. An elderly man. Yes. Honor. I've told a number of presidents. I said, close your eyes. Say whatever I say. Say it after me. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. I'm a wicked man. They will, they will say everything. Today you must choose whose honor do you want? The angel saluted Mary. Yes. So to be chosen by God is to be given a great honor. Even though men will be making fun of you, actually, you are actually being honored by God. You are actually being honored by God. Yes. That's it. You are being honored by God. Even though it looks funny, you are actually being honored by God. Like a funny thing seems to be happening. You are giving birth to a child without a father. But really, you are being honored by God. I wonder how many of my classmates have met as many even secular presidents and what have you as I have met. Very difficult. Sit down. Hmm. Are you still here or you are sleeping? 
Stand up for a moment. Stand up for a moment. I want to feel that you are our awake. Amen. Are those at the back? Some some people at the back are not standing. Or they are all standing up. Grandmothers can sit down, please. Grandmothers can sit down. Thank you. God bless you, Grandma. The next one. Sit down. To be chosen is to be greatly blessed of God. The greatest blessing you have if God chooses you and uses you. Ah, that's when you are blessed. Luke one twenty-eight. Blessed are thou among women. That's all. Blessed are thou amongst women. Wow. Is it not amazing? Somebody said, I've got a new, I've got a mortgage. Congratulations. You know, my son was telling me when he used to work in the bank. He said, when you have a mortgage, they celebrate in the office. He used to work in this big bank with glass windows from top to bottom was glass. Yes, high into the sky. He said, when you get a mortgage, they bring champagne to the office. I don't want to mention the name of the bank, but his name starts with an H. Yes. And they bring champagne and the whole office celebrates with you that you've gotten your mortgage. Yes. That's, that to them is a blessing. Yes. I've, I've never seen a large debt which I will pay in 20 years as a blessing. I don't know how it becomes a blessing to me. Why will you be even in seven years? Where will you be in three years' time? Where will you be in 16 years? And those who are giving it to you know that 80% statistically never finished paying and can't ever pay. And they will take it back from you plus all the money you put in. But that's why they bring champagne and celebrate. Because that's what you see as a blessing. You know, you must know what is a blessing. One day, a a sister was telling me a story. She said that she was driving um, on the road. And there were no cars on the road. Then... I think she met with another set of cars. I think one was a Mercedes. One was a, one was an Audi. And one was what? A, a Mazda. 
a Mercedes, an Audi, and another car. So they became four cars. Then they, they, were, they were racing on the road. Yes. Like, it's like, whose car is, is going? Yes. I'm talking about, listen, listen carefully. You know, I want you, those of you in this camp, I want you to really listen to everything that is being said here because God is speaking to, he's prophesying to you something. Yeah. One was an Audi. One was a Mercedes. One was a Mazda. And I, I think one was a, a, a Jeep or some other. I forget in there. So they were going at top speed. And suddenly, the police came. And she was caught. She was selected. And she was caught out of the, out of the group. To the side, to the side, to the side, to the side. Are you listening to my story? So, I don't know how much she, she was made to pay. And um, they gave her the speed that she was, they were at. It was over 150. So, she finished with the police and continued. You see, those ahead, those who were not caught by the police, said, Charlie, we are blessed. You know? Yes, we are blessed. I'm, I'm trying to explain what is a blessing. That we are often celebrating things that are not blessings. As blessings. Now, as she was going there, she saw smoke and dust. All the four cars, the three, but she had been caught. That was a smoke. All. I don't know how it happened. Crash. When she got there, they were were alive. One of them, the legs was cut off. He said the man became blue, then he became gray, and he spoke to her. Before he died, he said, oh, "We're just, we were just having fun in a Mercedes. We're just having fun. All of them, everybody died. Wow. Yes, and even the guy was surprised that your car was not in it. Everyone was dead. She had been, she had escaped. Listen to me, my friend." There are things that are not blessings that we have celebrated as, oh, we are blessed. That is not a blessing at all. Yes. It's not a blessing at all. And you know it's not a blessing. Occasionally, you see things like this that reveal to you that this thing is not a blessing. And stop lying to yourself and calling things that are not blessings, blessings. And it's not a blessing. 
He told Mary, thou art highly favored. Thou art blessed. Blessed art thou amongst women. Why are you blessed? Because I've chosen you and I'm using you. This is the real blessing. This is the blessing. And I'm choosing you and I'm using you. Yes. This is the blessing. The cars which escaped the police thought they were blessed. When she described the, the man in the seat, and she said he, he was drinking, there was a drink by the side. Yes. So we were just having fun. I thought that way. He changed color, then he changed color, then he changed color, and then he went. Wow. God is telling you. Stop celebrating things that are not blessings as blessings. What is a real blessing is if God will choose you, if he will even choose your child. These are things to celebrate. Not celebrating deceptions. And celebrating human things. And elevating things of humanness. Not things of God. When he says, blessed are thou amongst churches, Canada church. Then you have to know that it's a choice that God will choose you and God will use you. This is a real blessing. That's why he said, blessed are amongst all these people. You are highly blessed. Because I've chosen you and I'm using you. Number six or seven. To be chosen is to become a blessing. To become a blessing to many people. To be used. To be favored. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord shall give him the throne of his father. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. To be blessed. To be chosen. To be used. To be favored. Is when you are actually favored. When you have been chosen to become a blessing to other people. Yes. Yes. When God now chooses and says that you, a whole kingdom is going to come out of you. That's when you are really blessed. And that's when you are really being used by God. If God is using you, you become a blessing to, to others. You know, this type of bless me, help me, give me money, give me a job, give me a house, give me, give me, give me, bless me, help me, touch me, give me. We have been promoted above that in this church. Our desire is to become a blessing to other people. 
You know, yesterday night when I came, as I was going, entering the hotel, and I saw people drinking, dancing, fooling, doing everything. And I can see their mind is not on God at all. I just look at the people and I have a feeling in my heart. All these people need the Lord. Yeah. All these people. They need Jesus badly. Huh? Yeah. And until God has used us to become a blessing to people, we have not been used by God. He has not he has not really chosen you. Because you don't affect anybody. Let's look at the Canadians of Canada. How many Canadians have we affected? Yes. Huh? How many Canadians? You know, everywhere where the gospel doesn't go, something else goes. <laughs> something else goes. Every nation in Africa, Christianity is not there. Another religion is there. Fully. When I was in Nicaragua, they were telling me, El Salvador, the highest murder rate in the world. Next door, Honduras, and so on. Gangs. It's like, you know, and my pastors, I would have had churches in Honduras and churches in El Salvador a long time ago. My pastors from QFC, many of them are disobedient to me. Oh, they are not rude. I didn't mean rude. No, no. You didn't hear. I said disobedient. Have you heard me use the word rude? Have you heard me use the word rude? Never. No rude. Nothing rude. Politely disobedient. But disobedient. Yes. I would have had churches and I would have had Spanish. My Spanish people, the convention for the Spanish speaking people would have been as big as any other, I have to do only the Spanish. Yes. My Spanish pastors, they'll be with God. I've been with me. I, I would have walked in here with my Spanish pastors. I'd have come here with my Spanish speaking pastors. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But they wouldn't do it. I never said a word rude and I never said disloyal. But they, no, they, don't, they don't want that. Yeah. You are not really used by God and chosen by God until you have become a blessing to many other people. There are others. We have a book called Others. It's not a poem. It's real. There are other groups of people. It's not only black people. There are white people. There are Latinos. There are Spanish. It's not only English language. Come on. People are the same everywhere. It's only that you haven't broken into their lives. That's why when you watch a film, you can relate with it. The film will be acted by a white man, and you are a black man, and you can understand the film. It means a lot to you because people are the same. All the things they are saying and they are doing, it happens to you. Whether it's a love film, whether it's an action film, whether it's a fighting film, whether it's a rescue, whether it's Tarzan, Arambo, anybody, it is the same feeling. Real people with real feelings, that's how everybody feels. Everybody is the same. But we have not gone out to reach out to others who would have received us. My El Salvador pastors would have been here. My El Salvador pastors, you would have loved them. 
and my Honduras pastors. You would have my Costa Rican pastors and my Panamanian pastors. Central America. All of them would have been here. Mm. And the Mexicans. I would have even been solving problems between some of them. Maybe a Mexican bishop by now. Yes. And maybe we may be even looking at some of the issues with their projects. No, we wouldn't want to do it. We wouldn't want to do it. But I know that some of the younger ones are going to do it. That is why it becomes a double curse when a parent, a disobedient parent, is now sabotaging and reading reading my messages in the house. (laughs) Yes. It's changing to something else. Look, there are many people whom God will touch if you will say, here I am. Choose me. Use me. Yeah. For whatever he chooses and whichever part of you he chooses. Yes. One day I called a sister and I told her, I'm, I'm giving her a job. I told her, the main thing I need from you is your British accent. Wow. And she grew up, she's from England. She grew up in England. I said, the main thing I need from you is your British accent. Use it here. There are times when you speak, people don't understand. But here now, this job, you need this accent. Use it. This is it. Yes. So choose me, use me, Lord. Can I have an amen from somebody? Yeah. Now tell your neighbor, I think the man is preaching about you. He, he knows, including those at the back there, those are those who have made yourself officials of the back row. Huh? You've made yourself officials of the back. Like you have formed a fellowship at the back. <laughs> God wants to use you to touch another culture, another color, another accent, another country, another group. God will use you. I feel so sad, you know, when I say all these things. My, my El Salvador pastor, rather they are gangsters. There are people that would have been pastors, they are gangsters. I mean, when you hear the highest matter in the whole world, to go to a restaurant, you need soldiers. And police to go to it. One person was telling me, he went to a restaurant, said, so just all around to sit and eat. Yes, just here. Everywhere we don't go and we don't work, something else takes us. Oh, you don't like it? So I like it. The devil said, I like it. I'll take all of them. It's amazing. Of his kingdom, there shall be no end. There will never be an end to the expansion of this kingdom. Never. It will always be expanding to the very end. Amen? Amen. Sit down. Are you still around or you are leaving? Yeah. When we finish this, then we'll go on to 
How many want God to choose you? I'll, I'll show you how. <laughs> but I'm showing you what it means if God uses you and chooses you. You become a blessing to many people. There are many people who are blessed through me. Yeah, many people are blessed by my life. People are, people are, people are surprised. There are people who criticize me. They feel, you know, they'll tell me, who is this man? Who is he? Why? Who is he? Is he God? So, me and God. I'm the most ordinary person. You, you can hear from my preaching. You see, somebody was listening to my preaching once. I said, but this is not preaching. This is talking. He's just talking. Is my preaching not talking? I'm asking you, is it not talking? Yeah. But some people are blessed. The other day I met a Frenchman, as white as we can be from France. He said to me, Since 2000 and whatever, I listened to you preaching every day at least for two hours. Yes. He said, Every day. He said, Because I listened to the Macanet. A Frenchman is in. I am in the ministry. I want to be there and I am now in the ministry. And when I met him, I was, I was outside on the field and he said to me, will you ordain me? I said, I ordain you. I said, well, I, I can ordain you now. I said, I ordain you now. And I ordain him right there on the field. You are going to be a blessing to many people. Yes. yes. Then I know that God has chosen you. Amen. And God is using you. Mary is a blessing to all of us. Yes. God used her. She brought forth Jesus. She will always be a blessing. One day I gave somebody a name Mary. You see, the Mary, the meaning Mary, Mary means bitter. It's actually not a good meaning. But Mary has changed the meaning of Mary. To such a good thing. It's like Judas. Judas is actually a very nice name. But Judas has spoiled the name. So no one is called Judas anymore. And, and Mary has done the op- reverse. Mary is the reverse. It's a bad name which has changed in its meaning. Because when you say Mary means all these things I'm saying. Yes. This is what all this means Mary. Yes. It's a, it's a big name. It's now a, one of the biggest names you can have. To be called Mary, Maria, Miriam, Mar, Mary, all these names. Yes. Marilyn, Mary. Yeah. I hope you have a good name. Now tell your neighbor, don't have a meaningless name which, which is just tells you were born on Tuesday or you were born on Friday. Huh? Canada, you are a blessed church. Oh, God has blessed you mightily. I don't even know what God is going to do, but it looks like He's doing something wonderful. And it's quite characteristic of God. He just chooses people without any reason that we can find. 
and decides to bless and multiply and do something great with a person. Hallelujah. All right. The next one. Number set, number what? Eight. To be chosen and to be used is to be given a chance to live by faith. Is to be given a chance to live by faith. Luke 1, verse 45. It says, Luke 1, verse 45. And it says, Blessed is she that did what? Believed. Yes, believed. I have a new book called Faith Secrets. It will be your favorite book. Faith secret. Because even me, when I read through just the table of contents, I want to start preaching it again. It's called Faith Secrets. About 74 of them. Yes. Yes. Blessed is she that believes. It's being given a chance to be a man or a woman of faith. You see, all of you who live by salary, you are men of nature. You are men of nature. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. God, 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 when, when God wants to lift you up, he helps you to elevate your life to a life where you live by faith. Yes. You see, a salary, and I'll tell you, you listen to my words. I hope you are listening carefully. You know, a salary means that I do this, 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 and you owe me this. Pay. Is the normal way to live. But when Jesus was anointed, Straight away, he went out fasting. And when he came back from the fasting, he went around and started employing people. Somebody who doesn't have a job, he started employing Peter, John, James. He was employing, I mean, just employing by the the people who had jobs, people who were fishermen. People who were had incomes and families, he was recruited. Said, "Follow me." He had nothing. <laughs> yes. Money, what you don't realize, is a very supernatural entity. Few people ever become rich on salary. You have a lot of salaried workers in Canada. You can pay your bill to treat your cancer. You can pay your bill to treat your other sicknesses. You can have money to pay your insurance, have money to pay your rent, have money to pay this, and that's it. 
and few ever break into a certain realm. And many times, many times it is if somebody dies, or even by the time the person is dying, he may be breaking even to survive in life. Watch it closely and see. Yes. Look, to prosper is mysterious. The day you start believing in God and trusting him and you can enter. That's why Jesus said to himself, when I sent you without person, without money, did you, did you lack? Uh, then he was trying to tell her the money was being brought to you supernaturally. Yes. That's why you have people work for 20 years, 30 years as doctors. They still don't have much. You know, when I, was, when I was leaving the medical profession to enter into ministry, it was like one of the most dastardly, stupid decisions a human being could ever make. Let's be serious. Yes. It was of the order of insanity. Yes. Today I don't need to I don't need to work anywhere again. I have so many churches. I mean I'm I'm a few years to be 70 years old. Yes. Yes. Not not so few but you know 70s. 70 is is there I can see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's far closer, I'm far closer to 70 than zero. (laughs) Yes. To, To do well, you need God's power, you need faith. And that's why it it pains people when they see someone who has lived by faith prospering and someone who has lived by his faith in his salary. And faith in human things that is like this person who didn't, doesn't seem to do what we do, seem to be going higher. Wow. So, Mary was being given a chance to step out of the natural and step into a life of faith. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Step out. That's why people don't want to be in full-time ministry. You know, my real full-time pastors, some of them, you have them here. Do you know Pastor Larry was my chief of staff? Pastor Larry here, my chief of staff. No, these are the closest people in my life. These ones. One, two, Pastor Ukele is here, uh, Andy, uh, Larry, Pastor Pinana, and so on. These are the closest people in my life. These are my full-time, these are my full-time pastors and bishops. Yes. They didn't want that. They didn't want that. No, 
After church on Sunday, I used to sit down and chat with them. We sit on the benches and we just be talking. These are my closest people. Yes, they are very polite. They, 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 they wouldn't want that. The people that you see around me now are all rejects and, I mean, um, odd, odd, odd objects that have been picked up over the system to just fill in the gaps. Most people are filling the gaps, people. Yes. They, they become important almost by accident. It's true. And, and sometimes you see them and you say, oh, who are these? Who, who is this person? Why do you have this person become important? Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Faith is the opportunity that was being given to Mary that here's a chance to live by faith. Wow. You know, when you're educated, sometimes it has its disadvantages. You know, like me, you know, educated. Uh, educated, been to school seven years. I mean, I couldn't even imagine the idea. My father told me, I cannot imagine my son living off collections. Collection. That's what my father told me. My son to live from collections. How? The son of N.N. Heward Mills to live off collections, which is exactly what I do now. I live off collections. <laughs> yes. Like Elijah, I wait for the ravens to fly and to bring some, uh, uh, what do you call it? Some worms. Little bits of worms here and there. No problem. It's also pride that will not also let you humble yourself. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. So, a chance is being presented to you to have more faith and more trust in God. Yes. To have more faith in God. When God wants to use you, He says, okay, you have to believe more things. Don't just believe God is there in heaven one day. But now believe in God before you are diagnosed. Before you are sick. Look, when you are sick, you will believe. You You don't need preaching. You will believe. One day I saw a church member. I was telling him something. He, he was angry and he just walked off. When he got sick, after his operation and everything, now he was regular. I've not seen him in church for years. Now he's regular. I said, wow. He is, he is brought, not that even he comes. He is brought to church. He is brought. As for sickness, you will believe. You will believe. No matter the medical care that you have. Because even if you don't take care of the advanced medical care that you have, they will even frighten you and tell you you will die before you die. Because they want to cover, cover their, 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 
cover their backs or cover, you know, whatever they have, they say. Cover whatever they want to cover. Otherwise, they will, they will, they will be sued. They will be saying big, big things. You'll be dead by this time, by this time, this time, this time, and so on. So that it's not like you didn't tell them the truth. How many want to be on admission in the hospital and a preaching message will be put by your side, by, on your, the, the side table of the hospital bed and you'll be listening to preaching and that preaching you will now say, I believe. <laughs> One of my church members was listening to a message as he was on admission. I was now saying these are very good messages. It's always been good, but you didn't listen. You didn't believe. Tell your neighbor, I'll believe before I go to the hospital. Yes, I believe. People don't believe things till they go through things. And sometimes after that, there's no more chance. Painful things. But you believe. Believe. Tell somebody you are being given a chance to have more faith in God and believe more things. Young people, do you believe? The younger people are on this side. Are you sure you believe? You know we are we are we are the Niagara Falls. I once heard a story about the Niagara Falls. I don't know if it's true. Sit down. Let me tell you the story. Those of you in the middle at the back here, are you, are you all right? Everything okay? Everything all right? Yeah. I don't know if it's a true story, but there was this man who walked, put a tightrope across. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. And they were waiting on the other side. For him, and he went walked through like that. Then he took a wheelbarrow and walked through. Is it here? When he finished, he said, "Oh, there were people were clapping. Hey, they were clapping. They couldn't believe it." And he asked, "How many believe that I can put somebody in the wheelbarrow and wheel him across?" And the people shouted, "We believe!" Then he said. Who will come into the wheelbarrow? Not even one person. So, shouting, I believe. The Bible says, I will show you my faith by my works. So, shouting, I believe, is not what we need, it's actions. It's actions. It's your life. Your faith is your life. 
Your faith is your life. Your life played out shows the things you believe. Really what you believe. That's why I know many people not believe what I say. Because when I look at their life played out, the things they do, the decisions they take, I say, this man does not believe all that you are saying. Are you there or you are leaving? We are going to break for lunch in a few minutes. Are you ready for lunch? No. Okay. Now, to be chosen to be chosen is to be given a chance to be thankful and to praise God all your life. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody I'm thankful. I'm grateful. You know, all the missionaries that I've sent are so thankful. That's one of the things that touches me. I've never seen a missionary really who is ungrateful. They are so thankful. They are so thankful. And I don't think Mary was sad that her firstborn was Jesus. Yes. Even though Jesus died at the age of 33. People will not want to bury their children or attend their children's funeral. But Mary had that experience. She was there to see her child die. It's it's something. Yeah. But she will be grateful for eternity that God used her. Amen. Amen. And God is choosing you in Canada. You are going to be grateful all your life. That God will choose you and that he will use you. Hallelujah. Finally, God is going to choose you and to use you and choose you is to have yeah, is to be greatly promoted. But I want to leave out something here to be greatly promoted. It says in Luke 1 verse 51, he has showed strength with his arm and he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. So God exalts a person. To be chosen by God is to be highly promoted. Amen. All right. So God is going to bless you mightily. Stand to your feet, everybody. And I want you to thank the Lord. For choosing you, for using you in his great work. To be chosen. Yes. Thank you.
thank you, Father, for the blessing of choosing us mightily. We are grateful for the blessing that you give to us. Hallowed be thy name, Lord Jesus. Hallowed be thy name, Lord Jesus. Thanks a million for all that you do for us, for saving us, for blessing us. We are grateful, Father. We thank you for calling us, sending us, choosing us out of many, many options. You chose us to serve you. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Sit down. God bless you.